millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello. Hello from the nothing happening week, the week where nothing happened. We say that a lot. And the mysterious hell. <laughs> we do. You've got some nerve showing your face around these parts again, my beautiful babies. Hack <laughs> oh, them high elves in town. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I've always said that about Sheriff L. Not a lot of, not a lot of re- restorative justice, more just vengeance is his book. That's why he I'm going to go away again because <laughs> this is a mite painful on the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and seed. Hi, everybody. We're back <laughs> for another thrilling episode of the Avengers in Hell World podcast where nothing ever happens. Nothing. Nothing ever happens. <laughs> nothing. Imagine how exciting our show would be if when stuff happened, it wasn't all squeezed into one week. No kidding. <laughs> Like, like last time, last time I believe it was the first week of January, if I recall. Yeah, yes. the last time something really important like, just got squeezed <laughs> in, like a bunch of stuff just happened all at once. Uh, but this yeah. time around, it's coming again. So uh, <sighs> you know, l- l- less necking at the beginning. The necking is over. We are d- we have necked. Yeah. Now yeah, it is time it. for us to get into our first segment of the show, which is the booze boost, which I believe we have a new bump for. <laughs> Give us the bump. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the. Amuse bouche. 
<laughs> the thrilling conclusion of the Amuse Bush bump saga. And and finally our boy Frosty turns in essentially what I wanted the whole time. Uh, <laughs> a, a week so busy, we talked about in our very t- short production meeting about just skipping this segment, but we're like, we can't. We can't do it. We, we don't. It. Uh, uh, no, because Frosty's a hardworking chap. He is. And uh, he's, he's, been, uh, he's been refining the bump technology for our amuse-bouche segment, and he has finally gotten to the point where he remembered it was French, and I applaud him for this. Uh, so let's let's get into our lightest, fluffiest news of the week. Why did we, we decide talk- to put it in this? Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, so apparently Rudy Rudy has been getting slap happy, and Pelosi's been thrashing children. So yes, strap in, uh, folks, because uh, Pelosi thrashing children is our lightest, fluffiest headline of the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I saw the video of Rudy getting slapped on the back, and uh, it was H. John Benjamin on Twitter was like, "If anyone knows who this is." I will pay for their legal defense. Now, the, the Rudy was doing what a meet and greet at a grocery store. For the record, yeah. I thought you were going to say that H. John Benjamin was the one who slapped Rudy, because like most of our headlines, I know nothing about this. Uh, so I want to live in that world. I want to live in the world where H. John Benjamin was the one out there slapping Rudy on the back. Uh, I mean that that would be rad. The some guy walked by and legitimately like slapped him on the back, like, "Hey, you fascist piece of shit." And then, like, Rudy was like, arrest that man. And whatever security detail slash cop was there with him did. And they charged that guy with assault. And it was the literal most slappiest on the backs. And And then Patrick uh, Warburton showed up and gave a wedgie. Yeah. He was Uh, like, Rudy. Just (laughs) right up in in the crack with it. It turns out you can't really touch people without their consent. Or you shouldn't be able to. So why you shouldn't slap Rudy Giuliani on the back. He will do this kind of shit. And now, and he just gets his face and name in the headlines for forever. Uh, Also, I mean, I feel like as a society, we have to draw the line somewhere. And I feel like the line was Nazi. Like it, it would be cool to just sort of like, be like, Hey, use liberal thinking to decide who it is and is not okay to just punch in public. I would love for that to be the case. Cause there are several people I would like to see be punched. But yeah. for society to function, we have to draw a pretty strict line where the punchings stop. And I think it was Nazi was what we got to. Or maybe just white supremacists in general. But like just got like old man who worked for Trump that is a piece of shit. Like there's so many of those. That that would be so much punching. That's way too much punching for society, guys. Like Oh yeah, your punching hand would get worn out. Just yeah, don't but, touch Rudy Giuliani. You'll get yeah, sick. But, 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 but I, I'm nothing. not here to police how you feel when you see Rudy Giuliani get slapped or punched, though. Like, if you how, how that makes you feel is between you and your God. <laughs> All right. What were you saying, Mike? No, but I'm saying, like, he, he breathed on him. This was absolute nothing. Like, this, there's, like, to get Rudy, to... Rudy Giuliani is, like, 904 years old, and we saw his face literally sloughing off his body that one time. So, like... That, that was Rudy's like argument. I feel like a light breeze might destroy his entire circulatory system. Well, congratulations on being Rudy Giuliani. That's almost literally what he said on why he had that guy arrested. He said, uh, I'm so old, uh, any harder, and I would have gotten a concussion and, like, fallen over. Look, I mean, I I obviously have not seen this slap. I'm assuming that it is... It, it, like the Democrats' response to certain events of the week, it has been it was full kitten mittens and very very light and breezy. But Rudy Giuliani is an old man, and you know if you like if you 
touch him without his consent in public and he could like point to a member of law enforcement and be like yo you saw that right like i disagree with that not cool like <laughs> fucking arrest that guy i mean i don't know i'm not yeah, like it, rudy or anything but again like i like somebody has to fight for society like don't touch people without their consent even if they're rudy giuliani i yeah i i'm not team rudy either but this was always going to happen he's a massive piece of shit he was always going to like that's, that's why you use your constitutional right to just yell at him. You just you just say any words you want to at him as long as it's not like a call to violence against him. Like but aside from that you can say whatever you want to the man loudly in public you can just be like yo. Here's how I feel about you and I'm going to record and, it and, and put it and, online and, and go that viral. is why Ru- and I think that, that's why Rudy had this guy arrested cuz when the after the guy tapped him on the back he said hey scumbag like he was he yeah. was going at Rudy and then Rudy's like oh you touched me, and then you said bad words to me. I'm going to get you on the touch. I'm going to get you on that. And then, the, and then the guy got dragged away. So, like, that was your, like, oh, and uh, the mayor of New York has come out and said that if Rudy Giuliani had actually filed a false report, he will, like, seek charges against Rudy. So uh, the crazy mayor of New York that nobody likes is now apparently deciding to uh, go to bat for uh, the – folks that want Rudy to like suffer for this bizarre series of events. Um, yeah. As, as I led with H. John Benjamin offered to pay this guy's legal defense. And oh yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't wanna, I probably don't want to see this guy go to jail, but maybe like a fine or something. I don't know. Just something to just be like, Hey man, that wasn't cool. Don't touch people without their permission. Speaking yeah. of which. So, uh, so Pelosi was out there like roughing up children, according <laughs> to the second part of this headline, was she just don't like, bring- don't bring piss to a shit fight. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Uh, so uh, Mayor, of, uh, Mayor of Flores, the uh, QAnon uh, believing slash no, I didn't believe in QAnon. You can't admit you can't prove I believed in QAnon. I don't know what you're talking about, lady who uh, won election in the district that's going away this November. And that's why the Democrats didn't challenge her in this uh, race. Uh, she got sworn in, and at her swearing in, uh, Pelosi was there because she's the Speaker of the House, and that's what you do. And uh, Pelosi uh, gave uh, Flores's daughter uh, a little a little elbow a bump, stone cold stutter. Uh, yes, oh, Just a full kick, on kick. kick to the stomach. Yes. Drop it on the shoulder stutter. Yes. Oh, just, just, <laughs> just, just, just crack your jaw in three places. I wish oh, we could oh. afford licensed music. Yeah. Oh. Oh, the glass broke. You you have no idea. All oh, of these if it, if you get the reference, you're imagining the music. Oh yeah, I mean, I like, I, I have been on hide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was a I was a Chris Jericho man myself for until that wasn't cool anymore. So what did yeah. you say actually happened? She gave this little little child an an elbow bump. Is that what you described it as? Yeah, like basically she was just giving her a little bump to be like, hey, like isn't this cool? Your mom's getting sworn into Congress. Like, what's going on? And the and the and the girl looked at her like, why is the old lady like tapping my arm with her arm? This is like odd. And a bunch and then something came out where uh, Flores herself was like, Pelosi pushed my daughter and. All these right-wing idiots got on social media. They were like, Pelosi assaults child. I saw one QAnon promoter talking about how uh, Pelosi, like, uh, they were they broke down the video. Like, it was the Zapruder film and slow-moed the elbow down so you could watch it in, in like, frame by frame as this old, 
million-year-old grandmother lightly tapped this child, and then the child looked at her. And it like was so like, much oh. Ralph Wiggum on Valentine's yes. Day. Oh, God. It was... That little girl got cho-cho chosen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's like in Blade 2 when Reaper comes down, just whoom, dropping the elbow, oh. flying in off the screen. Uh, How, uh, you, know what's, you know what's super funny, just randomly? I was I was talking about Blade 2 just last night. Completely, what? like... <laughs> Literally thousands of miles away from you with dinner with my friends, apropos of nothing. We haven't really spoken all week. I know why I brought it up now, because it's an obscure pop culture reference, and we've brought up Blade more than once on the show. What on earth could have possibly brought Blade up at dinner? I literally can't remember. I think there's a chance that we just started talking about Blade for some reason, and I don't know why. I suppose fair enough. I, I, I think we got there from talking about wrestling. Anyway, apropos. Oh, well, I, I mean, there, I just thought it was funny yeah. that, that, that Blade Two has come up yet again. There are a uh, lot of wrestling moves in Blade Two. Um, yes, and also in this little girl's defense for the story at hand, uh, you—they weren't mic'd up, but so you couldn't hear it. But when Pelosi gave her a little elbow, she was just like, "I can't wait to suck your adrenochrome." And the little girl's like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> yes, I don't know why that got me. <laughs> the funniest things are truthful that's what her, I her long snake tongue reached out and just like touched the, the girl's ear i'm pretty sure that's a thing that only happens in movies but it does happen in a lot of movies where the bad guy's just like oh i don't think anyone is around that could possibly hear this yeah whisper something sinister at you oh how you like that like a secret truth like i do i do like that trope i like i like that trope and uh, someone pointed out recently, I like the trope where the, the, the good guy's like, you killed my father. And the bad guy is just like, you're going to have to narrow it down. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually really like the trope where we seamlessly segue into the next segment where we talk about boom, headlines. Boom, boom. It's time for Cues of the News. <laughs> From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Cues in the News. At breakneck speed. There's so much news. Uh, let's, we had, get, let's get right into it. Yeah. America is terrible. God bless. We debated yep. where to start and uh, we settled on. We just kind of have to start with the worst, biggest news in that the Supreme Court of the United States of America in a six to three decision uh, cited with a case that effectively overturns Roe v. Wade. And uh, maybe what what I wrote down here cleverly in the headlines is decision of the last century. Get it? Nice. That's good. That's good. I'm a a genius. Why why haven't Conan O'Brien? Why haven't you hired me? Let me write for your podcast or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it is you're doing nowadays, Conan, because you're not doing much. I know that much. So. He, uh, yeah, I think he just has a podcast. Conan O'Brien needs friends or whatever. We we can't get distracted. We uh, look. Lord knows, I would love to get distracted. But we need to talk. We need to focus in at least for a while. Talk about how horrible this is. Ugh. We need to talk about this incredibly bad thing as as much as none of us really want to. Especially I, because, I mean, just like the people making most of the decisions in the country, we're unqualified to talk about it because we are white dudes. So I live in a state. It does not affect us. We're going to be just fine. I live in a state <laughs> that had a trigger law in effect. We we weren't even one of the states that had an old law that never got taken off the books that was invalidated by Roe v. Wade, our awful governor made a new one that couldn't do anything unless this happened. And then as soon as it did, boom, snap, the one final abortion clinic that was in St. Louis had to stop uh, doing uh, 
abortions. Uh, yeah, I'm, really, I'm really rooting for you guys to make it to the year 1990. It's going to be very exciting I, for you yeah, guys. I'm here with you. I, somehow Kansas is more advanced. They they have uh, they have it on the ballots in August to see if they're going to ban uh, abortion fully. Abortion so, rights? Hopefully. You're not ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. God, it's been such a fucking awful week. Just Yeah. Yeah, okay, I, so, yeah, so unsurprisingly, it turns out that when you let Republican dickheads pack the very tiny Supreme Court with a bunch of goobers, those goobers will at some point start doing the thing they were packed in there for. For a while, like, Kavanaugh was just like, yeah, I'm pretty cool. Like, you know, I've, I've voted on, like, the right side of a lot of this minor stuff. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, at some point, we all know the other shoe is going to drop. Well, guess what? Yo, it's the other shoe. It's here. <laughs> Boy, did it! It's drop. dropping. Oh, I like the, and then Clarence so Thomas getting in there, and just being like, on top of me not liking this, I also don't like any of the other liberal shit you stupid uh, heathens are doing. This gay marriage and this, like, yeah. and like you know, absolutely not. Like none of this. We should we should look at all of this stuff. Let's revise all of it. Oh, I love the fact that, like, well, the best part about Thomas's bullshit was that he's like, yeah, we're going to go after birth control, gay marriage. We're going to criminal- criminalize homosexuality again. But oddly, he stopped at interracial marriage. That yeah. was so awesome that the one ruling that actually impacts his life, that was the one he wasn't going to look at, which was. I do really- like I do like that Samuel L. Jackson called him out on that and called him an uncle. Uh, Uncle Clarence, which is something Samuel Jackson can do, but if you don't understand the reference, you, you can look it up. Yeah, uh, I mean that's cool and all, but unfortunately, these people like that you know they just get to be up on there for life. So that's a fun yeah. thing about yeah. Uh, unless they decide they don't want to be anymore, but it's it's just it's just forever. So that's cool. That's a cool thing about our government. It's really sweet. Yep, our our incredibly well designed system of government uh, has been made in such a way that we now literally have nine unelected officials who rule over us completely and totally, and there's really no recourse to fixing this situation because I mean, at the moment, I mean, we literally would have to uh, win the midterms, build a bigger Senate majority, and then have those people in the Senate actually agree to packing the court. And then, and this is, and this is the one thing I would love to bring up to everybody who's like running around their hair on fire, screaming and yelling about, we need to do something like something needs to happen. It's like, I, I just hear so many people like pissing and moaning about the fucking Democrats and how much shit they suck and all this other stuff. Let's say the miracle happens. Let's say that we tackle the unicorn and capture it and we obtain the ability to pack the Supreme Court. And suddenly we now have 13 justices on the Supreme Court and <sighs> this shit all gets fixed. Guess what? That like locks you, dearest liberal who hates the cringe Democrats, what that locks you into. That locks you into a lifetime of voting for the Democrats, because the, if the Republicans ever get the trifecta themselves, then we're going to have 17 Supreme Court justices. And then 50 years later, when the Democrats get the trifecta, we'll have 21. And that packing versus counterpacking versus recounterpacking will never end. So if you but are is that, is that cut- necessarily bad? I mean, no. I- no, it's like the idea of like an America, like 300 years in the future, where the Supreme Court is like a council of 200 judges. 
I'm I'm totally okay with that, but I'm just saying that if you want to, like, once you've uncorked the, the, once you've unleashed the pack the Supreme Court genie from that from the bottle, the other side gets that right to do the exact same thing. So, boy, howdy, do you need to not let them do that? You need to prevent that from happening at least in your lifetime, and then your kids can get fucked when the other side wins out and they get to do it. So, okay. well, like, let's let's cool our jets vis a vis General Roe v. Wade ranting because lord knows we can get back onto that and let's get down to the brass taxes specifically talking about why qanon thinks this is a big win because yeah. i have to imagine that they are uh da 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 loving it yeah that is ostensibly why we're here <laughs> okay so the, th- the thing that's really funny about why qanon thinks this is a big win is because you have the two like worlds of qanon you have reality where like and the reality based argument about uh this shit is abortionist murder blah 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 that nonsense which if you want to tell me life begins at conception i i will argue until the cows come home there is no there's nothing on this earth uh that i would love to argue with more about the, about than that shit well with the exception of slavery being the cause of the civil war which i knew l was going to yell at me about if i didn't stay on target admit that fact stay on so, target Anyways, so that is like point number one. And like, if, you, if we're going to argue that, you're going to argue that. The other thing is, is this supernatural psychotic bullshit that these people invest themselves into and that they live for. And that is that Moloch has been draining power from America and the world through the slaughter of the unborn. Like every abortion is a satanic sacrifice to the dark God. And now Moloch is being deprived of his power because abortion will be outlawed in a large section of America after various and sundry laws go into effect in various and sundry states. And I actually saw one QAnon promoter like made it, posted a question where he was like, what do the Democrats fear most about Rose overturning? And someone wrote back that like, this will break Moloch's grip upon America and God will be able to reenter our nation and bestow his blessing upon was us. He, was That's hilarious. That, that's if, hilarious because they obviously have no idea how how tight Moloch's grip is. I have a, a big part of that firm grip. I have to say, it cannot be it cannot be weakened by such a trivial thing. <laughs> it would have to be like the sun exploding or something to to open up. It like we're talking like Galactus arrives level shit to to loosen <laughs> Moloch's tender grip on us. I wasn't I wasn't aware that God had been banished so that he can come back in. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love the way they've constructed their version of Christianity, which is that their God is not all powerful. Mm-hmm. That yeah, Moloch God kicked is- his ass out and gave it gave us the firm kung fu grip, like a cosmic yes. level grip. Yeah, a grip so and- strong that not even God can get up in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's kung fu grip. Yeah. Uh god it's so ridiculous like and and the other thing i love is that again beyond being all powerful god's supposed to be all loving so he's supposed to be cool with us no matter what we do his love is supposed to be unconditional but god saw all the abortion going on it was just like nope bad bad america and i've seen a bunch of people talking about how god will now bless the states that have banned abortion Mm. and the states that still allow it will remain cursed and like held under the sway of ball and all that good stuff. So they, they really believe in this 
just cartoonish uh, version of the world where supernatural forces are battling each other and like basically the 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 currency they're fighting over is uh, fetuses and it's like team evil. Yeah, it's like, there's just supernatural stuff happening around, but you know, not enough where people are flying because we don't have the budget for that. And also, all the people that matter are Caucasian. Tell me again why vasectomies are okay. Like, I just what? Why is that okay? But uh, abortions are even no matter how early they are. And, oh, and, and we're gonna. I mean, we're and once we get into Griswold, we're gonna get rid of a bunch of birth control because uh, a bunch of a bunch of legislators in all kinds of states don't understand what like what is birth control and what is like a quote unquote abortion abortion drug, and they're just like ah, it, it, like uh, IUDs, uh, they could cause an abortion. We're gonna outlaw them. I mean, they, they just. Yeah, Missouri yeah, is actively trying to again. Missouri actively trying to make IUDs illegal. I I, I do not understand. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat and say that at some point, like the the the, the sinister cabal of people that rule the Republican Party got together and they were just like, we need more young Republicans. Like we need to make sure that like people that believe in the stuff we believe in are having big uncontrollable families for which they can raise into racists to, to fill our ranks and tell them about how great the white race is. And that all, all the, all the, all the stuff they learn about in, in real school is bad. I, I can't wait for the crime wave in 20 to 30 years that Freakonomics is just like, Hey, like crime dipped off real hard here after a, like a, a generation after abortion became legal. But you know, I'm sure that will be a coincidence. Yes. No, and, and, and I'm sure the Republicans will step up to really beef up public programs to assist in a bunch of how do you say unwanted children being born into the world. Now, uh, so now, Mike, I'll ask you a moment ago what Q Anon thinks about uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned, but uh, I have the distinct displeasure to be able to ask you what does Q think about Roe v. Wade being overturned? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know how we would ever know that because Q's been gone for nearly two years now. So obviously yeah. in his icy silence, oh, wait, oh, fucking wait. Right. So the 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 the, the evil like the ex- explosion of the Roe v. Wade decision stirred Q himself from his digital slumber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like so many astronauts uncorking a Rita Repulsa. Now Q is back. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh yeah, in, in uh yeah, in Ryolith, Dread Cthulhu lays dreaming. Yeah, in eight on eight Kun, Dread Q laid dreaming. And now Wow, uh, I, I make a Power Rangers reference and you go straight to Lovecraft, you think it better than me? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh I I I'd already had the Lovecraft tuned up, tuned up before you went to Power Rangers, so I didn't, I didn't think it was better than you. I, it, it was just what was in my head. I had to say, yeah. Well, it. you're not because he was a racer. I was going to call it the Q sleep. So referencing both Marvel comics and uh, Norse mythology. So I'm better than both of you. You you uh, you could do you could pull a frosty and call it the Quoden sleep. <laughs> 
Oh, quote and sleep. For for the record, when he mailed me that new that new uh, moose bush bump, he did say that he was thinking of sending me one where every word had a Q in it, just to fuck with you. But then he was like, "Nah, I'll play it straight." So, well, that's so, because he he knows the rule of threes, man. You gotta you gotta get there in three. I yeah. saw on the on the night that the Dreadlord Q uh, returned, the first three Q drops are pretty fucking lame and cringy. Yeah. So uh, and he and and uh, speaking of Frosty, uh, hear his his rendition of the first Q drop of Q's return. Shall we play a game once more? Yeah. Yep. That was Q's big return. Just going all war games on us. Just, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look, man. I like a reference and all, but fucking, it's your first post in like sixteen months or whatever. Bring some heat. Bring a little heat. <laughs> oh God, no, no. This Q- is the return of the Mac. We should be excited <laughs> about this. This has got to be good for our numbers, right? I mean, Q is back, <laughs> and then Q is back, and everyone's gonna be loving it. It's just like it's like new Coke, man. Like, yeah, it's here, and everyone loves it, and it's definitely the same as the old stuff. Oh, God. Oh, God. Absolutely. And, uh, and, 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 and so, so after Q's opening salvo of absolute lame weakness, some people oh, started. Just, I haven't seen it in a while, but I seem to remember. I watched it when I was like in my mid 20s, and it's still <laughs> held up. War Games. L- little Matthew Broderick back before he was a murderer. Like, oh, God. <laughs> if, if 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 only Q found out that the only way to win is not to play. If only he had learned that lesson, our our world would be so much better. But uh, uh, yeah, God, that yeah, is but, so, so so Q arrives, and after after he arrives, a bunch of people start talking. They start yammering on the chan boards, and they're just like, "Yo, yo, Q, what 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 was going on there? Why'd you dip out on us? Why did why did Dad, Dad go to the store to get some cigarettes? What the fuck?" And, well, before uh, you had a great before we get too deep into the actual content of the posts, uh, h- how do we know that it's Q? Let's start there, because okay. anybody like several people have claimed to be Q, and I know that we're going to need to get in more in depth on this down the line. But to start, for the people who might not know, how do we know that this is Q? Okay, well, uh, we know this. Well, basically, the way Q identifies themselves is through what's called a trip code. So basically, when you're on when you are on a kun and you type in your password, it generates a bunch of symbols that are mostly alphanumeric. Uh, a quote unquote secure trip code will have like exclamation points at the front of it, and your the trip code identifies the user of the account so that it, only you can have that trip code, and that is how Q identifies himself is through the trip code. And so for the time being, the assumption is that we know that this is Q because their trip code matches previous Q trip code posts. Right, exactly. And yeah, and 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 the thing is, is that once we uh, get through the ridiculously dumb bullshit of the stuff that Q posted, I then we'll get to explain why this trip code thing uh, doesn't make sense and. This is the first of what is a increasingly ridiculous series of fuck ups and mistakes that uh, the person who was posting this shit, which is almost assuredly Jim Watkins, uh, did to unmask himself as a colossal dum dum. Okay, but for the moment, new posts show show up. Trip code matches. It's Q, baby. Yep. He's back. Yes, and then 100%. his followers have some questions for Daddy. Right. Daddy's been gone for a while. Yes. He came back. And, and, did, did, did he even bring back cigarettes? Uh, oh well, uh, he, a little handshake. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna explain he's gonna explain things. It's a very satisfying answer. So here's Q here's Q's fans asking him questions and then Q answering those questions. Throw us a bone, Q. We've been waiting for what seemed yeah, like yeah. an eternity. What's going on? It had to be done this way. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that is how I imagine a lot of Q and odd folks sounding, just like like cartoon idiots. What? <laughs> a, little, a little bit of surfer. Yeah, it's good. I liked it. Yeah, a, a, a little point break in there. Love it. Yeah. So the, yeah. the second return Q posts it had to be done this way. Right. Yep, just way. Couldn't do it any other way, way guys. Nope. Sometimes like, you just have uh, to not post for a thousand millennia through a lot yeah. of weird shit that your cult-like following would probably want a little guidance on. Yeah, remember, remember when 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 we stormed the Capitol on one six, and we all said it was a deep state plot. I could not have given you a heads up not to go. And to all the that was because Donald Trump lost as the incumbent president of the United States. Right. <laughs> Hillary Clinton well, yeah. still somehow like just roaming the street. Like Pelosi's out there, just like menacing children. Where were you, Q? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where are you been so... all this time? Oh my god! And then yeah. yeah, because the last Q post was in December 2020. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah, December 2020. It was the it was the uh, the we're not going to take it Trump fan video that got uh, DMCA'd. So yeah. Uh, and which, then they took it for 16 months. <laughs> exactly. We're not so, going to take it indefinitely. That's yeah. what I meant with that post. Right. Heed oh, yeah. my wisdom. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. that yeah, so but, it, it had to be this way. Uh, that's, yes. You know, so far we've got uh, uh, a War Games reference and the world's weakest excuse for being gone for 16 months. And they'll hey. and they will just eat it up. They'll eat it up like the thinnest, uh, weakest gruel because they haven't been fed in so long. They're just like I've seen the the justifications of the Q idiots on Twitter already. It's just God. It's so pathetic. Oh, they had some numerology that the yeah. first, yeah. the first, yeah, yeah the, the the first Q post and this Q post were seventeen hundred days apart. Boom, seventeen. Yeah, the seventeenth. My God, quick! Call up, call up the scions of Yamatria to come out here and decode, decode some wisdom from these numbers. Yes. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Fetch, fetch us your finest sage of the Yamatrian arts. The third one's the third one's pretty fucking lame too, if I remember right. Yeah. Now well, that- the, the the problem with the third one is that it was this is the most effort he's put into any post, and the third one is bad because uh, kind of telling Q and on you might have to saddle up, might be some problems going on here, and you might have to take care of them. Are you ready to serve your country again? Remember your oath. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. The and oath this- of the digital soldier. That's what Q is referencing. Which yeah. Is this- spawned a whole wave of those idiots uh retaking the oath of the digital soldier right including general flynn and his family and then when uh yeah and then yeah and then when the family uh sued uh cnn for calling them QAnon supporters they were like yo you took the digital oath like fucking fuck off like the the truth is an absolute defense against uh slander libel charges so uh, (laughs) we call the state to stay here yeah you, you oh, can't man. prove that they were swearing a digital oath to Q. 
They could be swearing that digital oath to anyone. This like the Guruman. <laughs> this is so, so oh, they're all so lame. Yeah. So now uh now we get into the rake stepping bullshit that happened with uh Q and why Jim Watkins so aggressively be clowned himself here. Now, the first thing that happened was right before Q started posting, on the on the boards of Eight Kun, there was what's called a salt rotation. And what a salt rotation is, is basically the the trip code that gets put on the screen is a combination of your password and what is known as the salt on the back end of the server. So basically, if your uh, if your password is yellow and the salt is blue, your trip code comes out as green. And then if we change the salt to red and you put in your password yellow, uh, your trip code will come out orange. And everyone was noticing when they got on the forums, they're like, hey, wait a minute, my trip code's different. What the fuck is going on here? Was there a salt rotation? What's going on, board administrator? Why did this happen? Why was there a salt rotation? And everyone now has to scream, hey, remember that guy that posted all that sweet Nazi propaganda? That was me. My trip code got changed. And there was all this confusion on all these boards. And then somehow, some way, Q was still posting on their old trip code, and it was just going through with no problems, which is impossible after a salt rotation. Your trip code has to change because you you can't uh, you can't put in the, you can't put in a password that will give you your old trip code back. It's an, it's an impossible to decipher thing. So your password was always going to generate a different trip code. So people okay, were so like, timeline of events for me, the smooth brained idiot. Q shows back up and starts posting. It is verified that it is Q because he has the same trip code as he did before. But then it becomes revealed that prior to these new Q posts, the message board they're posting on went through this thing called salt rotation that would forcefully have changed everyone's trip code, including Q. So when that person came back posting under that trip code, it should not or could not have been the original queue. Correct. Well, there's no way. Well, what it is is there's no way that trip code could have been generated unless the person doing it had access to the back end of 8kun and had the ability to create what's known as a vanity trip code where you actually type in your trip code directly because you want to present a trip, a specific trip code that can be seen by other people. And you could only do that at the administrative administrator or higher levels of 8kun. So, so could be original queue. But only if original Q also had admin access to the message board. Right, exactly. So, and as it stands right now, we know roughly the entire cast of who has administrator access on 8kun. It's the Watkins almost yeah. full stop, right? Like, it's the Watkins, and there's this guy named Baby who goes by uh, Baby Fist is his uh, nom de plure on the internet, and like all of the various like minions of the Watkinses who like, help administrate Aitkun. So this uh, trip code situation makes it so that Q has to be either the Watkins or one degree removed from them because. There's just no way you can do this. There's no way you can have this trip code come out the way it did 
unless you're actually able to fuck with the back end of eight kun. So unless like the military intelligence operation is literally elbow, elbow to elbow with Ronnie, Ron and Jim Watkins, <laughs> they couldn't do this. They could not manipulate the, uh, the, the server this way to get the trip code to come out that way. So at this point in the sorted tale, either Q has admin access or, which means that they either, you know, are connected to or are one of the walk-ins. Uh, or one of the, the walk-ins or someone connected to them has decided to hijack the Q identity and start posting under it. Right, so, exactly. Is there any evidence to support that it may be one person over another? Uh, like, I, I heard you say that, that J- you, you said Jim Watkins stepped on his own dick. So w- right. w- w- when does his dick get stepped upon... Obviously. Okay, so um, so what happened is, uh, it, um, and give me a little rope here, but uh, what happened here was all these posts uh, from Q, these original three posts, um, there's a second identifier that you get when you log on to uh, 8kun, and that is an ID. And all these posts by Q were done under what's called the Tor ID, the, the dark web browser called Tor that you use right. when you when you want to go to the weird places on the internet and the Tor ID for eight Kuhn is always six zeros. It's just zero, 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 zero. And back when uh, eight Kuhn was coming back online, it was being DDoS attacked constantly. There were occasions when Q would post under a Tor identification. And so this isn't new. And again, you still get the same trip code, even though your identification is the six zeros. So Q made another couple posts. Uh, the first one was whining about Roe v. was was talking about Roe v. Wade being overturned, and on that one, it was really weird because Q was like quoting themselves, and it looked like basically what it looked like happened was Q forgot to put in his <laughs> uh, trip code, and he made a couple drops where he literally signed them Q. And, um, then he was like, oh shit, I forgot to like put those into a, on the hashtag. So then he grabbed them and basically did what would be like a quote tweet on eight Kun where he grabbed those two posts and then, uh, finished them up and then posted all three of them at once under a Q drop. And at the end he was just like establishing comms established. And so that My was God. the comms. Yeah. The They've been established. Finally. Been, yes, at long last. Don't worry, guys. If it looks like some bullshit was happening, it was just comms being established. Yeah, guess, and, and now they've been established, so don't worry about it. Right. So, but if so, in the future there's ever any other issues, it will be a comms test. Yes. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So, live samurai. Right. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So, so then what happened was uh, Q then posted, and what's really weird is that like usually Q like takes a long time to chew on the news and come up with some commentary. Usually Q is like slow to action, but uh, after um, the uh, Cassidy Hutchinson testimony, uh, Q jumped right to his keyboard and got, got clickety clacking in the way on them keys and uh, started talking about how uh, there was a plant involved and maybe, and, and Q and I was trying to figure out if it was, it was, if it was Cassidy herself or if it was her lawyer or what was the setup? What was the operation? Like, what was Q trying to get at with, like, what what was an aggressively Riddler Q post? And the thing was, is on this post, um, what's so funny about this shit is that if you actually try to find a Q, a Q drop in the wild, it's really hard because they're just on these like threads of bullshit and people are just posting fucking anything you want, like neo-Nazi bullshit, pornography, this, that, the other thing. And then a Q drop just like falls out of the sky into the thread. And really the only reason why people catch it now is because they know to look for that trip code. They know that the archiving sites will find it and all that kind of stuff. So what happened on this thread is uh, someone was talking shit about Jim Watkins and a user with the ID 422CCC uh, replied back to the person talking shit about Jim and then said, you sound envious. And then someone, uh, the guy that Jim was uh, talking, sh- they talked shit to, replied back to them. It was like, Jim cleared things up for me in, in the uppercase, lowercase, like sarcasm font that people use. And then uh, replies back, don't know. So, like, it's basically, it's either someone, either Jim himself defending himself or a bootlicker of Jim Watkins defending himself. And this guy coming back at him and being like, fuck you, bro. Jim Watkins sucks. And then the next post in this thread is a Q drop that uses the trip code because the first post by the ID 42CCC didn't have the Q trip code. But this one does. It does have the trip code, but again, it, it still has the same ID, which is the four two triple C. And then the person on the thread is just like, "Is this a Q post? Woohoo! I just got queued. Jim Watkins, you're so obvious." <laughs> so, basically, so, wait a now, so even even people on the boards are looking at these posts and just being like, "Yo, this is obviously Jim Watkins." Yes, exactly. Yeah, that that was essentially Jim Watkins making a Q drop post, but with the digital version of like him being just regular Jim Watkins wearing the the glasses with the big nose and fake mustache that says Q on it. Right, exactly. So what happens here? So this this Q drop with the identification, and by and by the way, when you're doing a regular, when you're regularly posting on uh, eight eight kun, 
your ID is part part of the server side and part of your IP address. That's how they create the mix the mix and match that gets you your identification number. So if you're using a VPN, your ID number will be different every time if you connect to different VPN hosting sites. So the ID is a form of a kind of a fingerprint, and this same ID was on these two things, and then. Uh, not Jim Watkins, because this is totally not Jim Watkins, realizes, oh, shit, I just posted this Q drop with this ID that absolutely fingerprints me. So he goes into the back end of 8kun and starts like pulling on the tubes and starts clicking on the on the data set. <laughs> and when you go to and if you go to any of the QAnon archiving sites, you'll see all the IDs that were regular are regular, and you'll see the IDs that are Tor are the triple zero. The screenshots have the regular ID, the four two two triple C. On the archiving site now, that Q drop has a Tor identification. So back end of 8kun, they tampered with the ID to give it a Tor ID and not the actual ID when it was posted. So they have he they saw they fucked up. And then they were like, oh shit, we fucked up. Like re reconfigure that post to look like it came from a Tor server and not from Jim Watkins VPN. Okay, so now that we know what happened. What's your take on it? Do you think that this is just proof that Jim Watkins has always been Q and that he just fucked up trying to hop back into the saddle? Or do you think that this is him taking on the Q mantle and fucking up like, you know, know, grabbing the football from Ron? Like, Like, what do you think is going on here now that we know the facts of what's going on here? Uh, I don't I, like. I can't say. I mean, I, I'm I'm still working under the assumption that Ron was doing the heavy lifting back in the day, but this is like 100% Jim just being a complete moron and not understanding like how to do this stuff. And uh, I have I talked to Frederick Brennan, and he says that like whenever you see Jim in front of a computer, he's got like one million tabs open. He's just one of those people that just cannot cannot close out a tab, and that he was probably bullshitting on one tab on the, on the forum. And then I uh, like forgot that that was the, f- the tab that he was bullshitting on and then decided I'm going to write a Q drop and then just did it. And then oops, and doopsies. And then he was like scrambling to clean up his own mess. And I hope you feel a little bit lighter now that you have dropped that name. Oh, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I was talking to Frederick Brennan the other day, no big deal. And, uh, <laughs> Fred and I, we uh, we discussed a little thing about, about Jim Watkins. It's a uh, name job in a very specific community. My 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 best friend Fred and I are now going to go oh, to oh, Cancun hey, together. Uh, it's going to be great. If not here, then where? Oh God! Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey! Uh, keep flattering him. I'm working. I'm working on getting an interview with him for either solo or on the group pod. So we're nice. we're. we're we're, I'm pulling for this, so yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, f- basically that was because a lot of this stuff I, before this podcast, I had a that, that that was a conversation. I was basically I went to him and I was like, Fred, explain this to me like I'm a moron. It absolutely, baby, step me through this and walk me through it so that when I get on the podcast, I don't sound like a complete idiot and I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. So all of this was like the, I I had to get prepped. Well, work and, and I'm sure that because you're not a complete idiot, you do know what you're talking about. That when I ask you to tell me what his Twitter, me in the audience, what his Twitter handle is, you'll be able to immediately pull it up. And that Twitter handle is 
Oh, it's it's like it's and... like yes. yeah, no, uh, it is. Uh, his his handle is too long. It's, it's fr underscore Brennan. That's uh, Frederick Brennan's uh, Twitter account, and so you can follow him. Although the, the the only thing I will warn you, and he also warns people, is that after the like eight coon QAnon drama blows over in a week or two, most of the stuff he's going to talk about is font creation because he just loves making fonts. That's what that's what Frederick Brennan's passion is: is just making cool fonts and allowing people to download them and use and use that's, them for themselves. Honestly, I've checked out some of his much. stuff because I because I do yeah. like fonts, but. I felt like if we were going to be talking about that uh, that sick name drop, we should at least shout about like direct people to where you can go to, to get a little science direct from one of our sources. Yes, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so this is so this is all 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 our buddy Jimmy Jam just really wanging himself over by not knowing how to use his own platform, or at the very least trying to do stuff too quickly and not being diligent enough to cover his tracks. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And the and the other thing that uh the other thing I, that I've been I've been hearing is that like there was this thought that the that Q was using Tor because if anyone if Johnny Law ever came knocking on their door, which might be happening with this one six heat getting up there and Jim having been Jim already having testified before Congress and Ron Watkins now doing this whole thing where he's like, I will not accept testimony before the corrupt one six committee. Cause I'm fighting for people's freedom here in Arizona and blurdy blurdy. Like, so there was like a thought that like maybe one day the FBI be like, Hey, give us the person who posted those Q uh, comments. And like a VPN isn't enough because then like uh, the eight coon would rat you out to the VPN. And then the FBI would go to Nord VPN and be like, yo, give it up. And then eventually one thing would lead to another and something would happen. But when, if they had the plausible deniability of Tor, the aid couldn't administrators be like, dude, that was a tour server. We don't know shit about shit. You, you, you can't get into tour. So the fact that they had a fucked up Q drop that was actually done from like the light web and not the, the dark tour web that could have potentially opened them up to being like, yo, who wrote this? Uh, ad- we know that they probably used a VPN. Give us the provider. We, we want information. We want access to it. So that was like one thing. So the fact that they had a Q drop, under a regular identification and they were like oh no 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 and they went right to the fake tour thing to cover it up that was very interesting uh so cl- clearly nobody in the q and on following is buying this right they all have to be hip they all have to be oh. wise that this this is not their messiah this is some pretender to the throne Oh, they are still. Oh God, they're 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 licking the boots of fake Q so aggressively. Well, it's really funny because you have so many eight controls that are just like, yep, this shit's bullshit. This guy ain't Q, and we know it. We figured it out. But I have yet to see any major Q and on promoter like dare to step out of line. None of them are willing to do it. None of them are willing to look at the situation and be like. The emperor has no clothes. Nope. They're looking at this and going, oh man, look at Q's brilliant new clothes. Just, man, he's dressed to the nines. That's sexy Q. And not, no, not I can't spooky, see. Not, not Matrix, not oh, no. Julian. Oh, trying Ju- to think of. 
Julian's rum did a hardcore, uh, like they're all doing these, they're, they're, they're working so hard on that plant Q drop and like trying to suss out what it means. And they're, they're like, Oh yeah, they brought Cassidy Hutchinson's in and she gave that false testimony about Trump going for the steering wheel. And, that like unravels that testimony and other people are going to testify about the rest of her lies. And they're going to bring the whole one six committee down because she was the plant. Like they're still working it. They're still just <laughs> pretending they didn't see Oz behind the curtain. So pathetic. Because they, because they need it. They need Q to be real. I mean, these were the people that were fucking pretending the truth. Social Q was Q when truth. Social Q was literally doing the How do you do fellow kids act? Like, I mean, that was the fakest LARPiest account in the history of fake LARPs. And QAnon was still just like, daddy's home. And I then. Mean, yeah, none of them know, bought but, it. but this time around, it is a little weirder that they would be so willing to accept some obvious flim flam because like, it's hard to argue that the row thing is not a win for team evil. Like they actually did just get a big win. You think they would just be riding high on that. And that like, it just seems like a really weird time for Jim Watkins to just be like, and daddy Q's back. Maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like a weird play to just be like, Oh, and, and now I've returned and I'm just the same as before. Don't worry yeah. about it. I never quite understood why they stopped in the first place. Maybe just because they were so afraid of January 6th. And like, there's a, there's a bit of heat on this. Uh, yeah, maybe this is just a big enough wind to draw them out of the the cave. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that like Jim Watkins had said that he thought Q was going to go away after the 2016 election. Because basically, I think what happened was Jim Watkins just thought Trump's going to lose and then this shit's going to lose a lot of steam and it isn't going to be relevant anymore. And him and Ron probably felt the same way. And they just they really just didn't see the power of Q and the fact that people want people were going to want the LARP to keep going, even if Trump lost like Q could be disentangled from Trump and just kept rolling. And they just didn't have the foresight to understand that. And then probably watching truth social Q get so much attention for the past, like, like four months and seeing all these idiots, like running around praying medic, doing decodes of truth, social Q posts and all this stuff. And then Jim Watkins sees that Roe v. Wade got overturned and, because he's he's thinking of this exclusively in like a political way. Jim's just like, well, we just got this row reversal done and we're probably going to win the Congress back in the midterms and we're going to have all this momentum going. So why wouldn't I bring Q back? Like just try to catch the wave as it's going up and I'll be able to ride that wave for like two years and who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the 2024 election. But my God, is this the storm wave? Did it yeah, it absolutely up? be the storm wave. 100% the storm wave. It's been, it's so been a while since we've dusted off the old storm wave. Yeah, it's been a while since we've dusted off the old Q. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like I just think that was the situation that Ron that Jim was looking at this thing being like I could have two excellent years of shit posting his Q with like positivity and energy in the movement because Biden winning like um like we're absolutely losing the one six shit looks really bad. Everything sucks. Like it's just, there was really, I I just don't think he was in the proper headspace to try to come up with like counter arguments for how things were still going well for team Q while all this negativity was going on. So now he's just in such a better spot because he's like, 
we're on the ascent. Victory is ours. So now I'm going to start talking shit. Now I'm going to jump back in the Q saddle. And basically within uh, five posts, he managed to just completely just unmask himself and turn himself into a giant clown. And uh, it's, it's just, it is incredibly ridiculous. Oh, uh, one, I'll finally quickly add. So all these tour posts, uh, the boards that Q was posting on did not enable tour posting un- uh, until hours before Q first posted uh, back. So literally, again, the admins changed how those boards worked so that Q could come on and do those first three posts under a tour server. So, so much of the work they did involves like Q being absolutely just like hand in hand with the administrators of eight Kun, like every which way, like all, all, all plausible deniability, all claims of, Oh, Q just uses our forums. We don't know him. We don't know who he is. All of it's completely out the window with what, what they did with these posts. It's just absolutely you're, if you believe this shit, if you if you're still pretending that Q is not involved with the Watkins, you're LARPing. You're just a grifter running an angle and refusing to acknowledge reality. That's all there is to it. Well, that's fun. What what a what a what an incredible and triumphant return from AQ. If probably not the Q. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the very least, somebody who's like Q adjacent or Q like the the RC Cola of Q. I feel like uh, Ron could get in a little more trouble for going back to being Q as he's trying to run for Congress right now. And uh, I don't know what would be illegal, but I think there's a few more eyes on him than previously were. Oh, the moment Q started posting again, literally like. Every debunker on God's green earth was just joking. And they were like, how long is it going to take before Q endorses Ron Watkins run for Congress? Like how long before Q just makes a Q post that's literally just the the link to Ron Watkins for Congress. And it's just like, hey, guys, you should check out this true patriot who's running for Congress. Send them some money. Give them your vote. Totally independent thought on my part. I have no relation to Ron Watkins in any way, shape, or form. Just your local super secret spy Q, just giving you a little knowledge, a little heads up of a candidate I like in this election. I just, saw his I saw his picture, his campaign pictures with his gun and his little cowboy hat looking like an action figure, and I thought, <laughs> you know what? Uh this guy should be in office. I, I really like this guy. He's great. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how long this uh, knockoff Q sticks around and uh, whether or not they ever get their shit together and stop making these sort of blunders. And then the larger Q and odd base just sort of forgets just, that they're not the original Q. It's just Ron just, uh, or Jim just constantly being like, uh, constantly calling Ron being like, hey, how do I do this? <laughs> God damn it, Dad! Stop doing that. Wait till I'm at, wait till I lose my primary. I'll go back to being Q then. I gotta be a serious politician now. I gotta let people know that their rights will be kept. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and he he has to be at least a little a little pissed off to have somebody sort of like st- essentially continue his series, but with a different sort of voice, and it's like not very good, and it's not fooling <laughs> exactly. anybody. Yeah. Like the the whole point is that you're supposed to be tricking people into thinking that it's the same author. <laughs> yep. It's so dumb. <laughs> like, God, Dad, if you're gonna do it, you need to at least do it right. <laughs> <laughs> you're serious. Send me the drafts first. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh There's no way that they write this shit out beforehand. Oh no! I mean, again, if you like, if you look at the screen grab, uh, it, the from the from the thing where it's like guy shit talking Ron Watkins, guy defending Ron Watkins, Q drop. It's so obvious that like it was just like a fucking spur of the moment thing where like quote unquote not Jim Watkins is just like I need to get in a Q drop about this one six hearing thing and this motherfucker's going to Jim Watkins. I'm gonna show him a thing or two. Okay, back to my Q drop. I mean, just like. In no way, shape, or form was he like sitting back, like just he was shit posting, and then mid shit post he posted the Q drop, and he just didn't fucking be like, okay, Jim, focus up, do the Q drop, then go back to shit posting. He was like, nope, just Q drop midstream shit post. That's I love just- that. I love that completely real uh, tweet from uh, Ron where he's like the. The January 6th committee emailed me and asked me where they could subpoena me. And I told them to pound sand. And it's like, that's not how they would do it, bro. <laughs> if you're running for Congress, they'll just go subpoena you. Yeah, yeah, you're a public figure. They'll 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 find out where you are. They'll have someone go to Arizona and look for you, and they'll find you, and they'll hand you the subpoena physically. They're, maybe Jim Watkins is back as Q because he was furious that he didn't rate enough to get subpoenaed. No, Jim Jim Watkins just testified. I, he he he. Oh, we, did he? We, I, like yeah. I must have missed that. Yeah, he. Did we uh, he not did, talk about that? Was it, bo- it was so boring that we didn't discuss it? Yeah, yeah, because it, it was a closed session. He just like went in and did a deposition the way most of these guys did. Oh, where... boo, no way! Put, trot him out, get get his big weird spider mustache in front of some in, in front of some cameras. <laughs> oh, I agree. About whether yeah. or not he's cute, and I'm sure that he'll be a savvy liar, just like he is on the Chan boards or the yes. coon boards. You want to represent? He's going to be so savvy. You'll ne- you'll never <sighs> guess. Just no. like his son in that documentary where he's just like, <laughs> yeah, he gave up the ghost. I'm, t- I'm totally not cute. Wink. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's, he rolled so good on his deception check. I have no idea. He, he's oh clearly not God. cute. He said it right to my face. Yes. I okay. Well, in- I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure that our, uh, our listeners are probably beating down our door with some questions this week. So let- let's see what we can answer before we uh, shuffle off. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, Eric Hayden opens up by saying so many questions. Dobbs, Salt, Mystery 1-6 Committee guests, Sergeant at Arms Death, WTF. I'm going to go to basics. How are you feeling right now? How are you guys taking care of yourselves in these bizarre times? I don't know. It's it's been hard. Like Missouri is fucking extra double rough right now, and uh, yeah, it's it's been real shitty. Um, just I don't know, enjoying media that I extra especially like that I know I enjoy, stuff like that. Like marijuana is legal in the state in which I live. <laughs> Is the shortest way to answer that question. But I've also been like getting out a lot recently. Like just the other night, I, I went out to have cocktails with my friend to celebrate an achievement of theirs. And, you know, I've been going on dates and stuff. So, you know, just sort of like staying active in a way that might be slightly irresponsible because coronavirus is still a thing. But at the same time, uh, I would be lying if I said it wasn't a lot of fun to just be sort of out and about doing things like playing miniature golf. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm just, I, I was, uh, up until today, just, uh, going, going along to get along. I was just, um, I, um, got, I got the big promotion at, at my, at my job and that entitled, entitled me from being this stationary blob to being a kind of active blob that would walk around and like patrol the area and make sure that all my dealers are doing their jobs properly. And, uh, because I was walking a lot, I kind of got addicted to walking. So I've been like, I was like very studious and aggressive about walking at least like five miles a day. And then, um, about like a week ago, I had a blister on my big toe pop and that led to me now being a limpy cripple with a, now a really bad foot and that sucked. And eventually I was like, you know what? Um, I need to stop walking, so I am like taking a break to cool off. And then today I saw the doctor, and they were like, "Uh, eh, okay, here's what you gotta do. Here's here's your prescriptions. Here's all your good stuff. Let's like wrap this thing up like a mummy." And they gave me a slap on the butt, sent me out the door. And then as I was driving home, I stopped at the convenience store, and the brakes on my car went out. So I. Yeah, just just a real bang up, super deluxe, awesome, fun day. Uh, so besides that, uh, I would say that I'm laughing so I don't cry. That'd be basically the best way to describe the way I'm handling this right now. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, I am in I'm I'm in a blue state. Everything's great. Uh, like I'm I'm protect I'm a white male. I'm protected from most of the nightmares of the Supreme Court and all that fun. But. Um, it's right. It sucks. It really sucks that like this is the path we're going down, and that we're we're in for a long. We made a lot of work to dig ourselves out of this ditch, and it, and that's just the way it is. It sucks. So, and uh, beyond that, just now I get to uh, like I don't know, just deal with shit. That's, that's life. <laughs> I wish that was more upbeat. So. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, that, well, that that was uh, that was some str- strong BDE, big depressing energy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm here for. Uh, so, uh, anyways, moving along, uh, Reverend Xenofax says, "Let's continue the Q and D RPG. You identified you identified classes last time, so let's flesh this out. What are the major actions, abilities, or attributes? Grift, shit post, wine." So, I think we got into that a little. Uh, I I would say like meme crafting would definitely be like a skill set. Like like the the higher level you get, the spicier and more effective your memes are at like being able to like pill people and sway them to your argument. And like there could be like different traits in that, like more effective graphics, more persuasive arguments, like. Um, I think all that stuff would probably involve having a high charisma, but also I think intelligence. I also think intelligence would matter for like being able to make sure that your argument was cogent. Yeah, I, um, I know that when I think of QAnon, I think a high charisma. I'm just like, wow, what? Are oh, we yeah, I mean, charismatic yeah. lads. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I do like the idea. I, I, I do. I do like the idea of uh, shit post uh, meme. Uh, and grift being like sort of like th- those do seem like they would they could be keywords in a game. Uh, so I, I would like to I would like to hold it to those. Those would be great. Resistance um, to tear gas. Resistance to tear gas. How about just, <laughs> how about just a hypocrisy resistance plus yeah, infinity? Just like uh, resistance, resistance to soap. That'd be really be a good one. Boom. Uh, 
Yeah. Um. Just yeah. Uh. Denial of critical thinking. I I don't know. Celibacy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. celibacy. Celibacy is the one weird trait where the the more of it you have, the less happy your character is. No, it's like the Cthulhu RPG where the more you go, the crazier you get, and the so the the QAnon one, the crazier you get, the more celibate you get. It's uh the as they they intersect at some point. See, I think the higher your celibacy level, the more powerful your other stuff becomes. If, if you're the maximum amount of celibate, if you are a true incel, then your QAnon powers are literally primed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, open carry could be a power. Oh, yeah. That, that for, for, for when digital soldiers have to go non-digital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, could be, it could be like... Um... It could be like Shadowrun, where you have where like you're a Decker, and then you have to go in the meat space, so you have like both sides of it. You got to take the digital soldier's oath, so you can become a paladin. Oh, purity! Yes. You're, you're like whiteness rating. You're cacacity. Cacacity is a perfect thing. Oh God, so good. Yeah, so we have, we have memeing, we have shit posting, we have grifting, we have cacacity. Uh, that, have... that sounds better than whiteness. <laughs> well you know so sometimes sometimes the caucasian experience is more like a way you feel and not a color of your skin most of the time it's a color of your skin but you can you can behave in a very caucasian manner uh regardless of skin tone it is true i've seen it happen usually in retail establishments yeah uh <laughs> I, for, I forgot the other ones, but, but oh, uh, ab- ability to hear dog whistles. Oh, 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 whistles. oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I guess it, it, is racism is is like racistness its own stat. Intolerance does it just encompass <laughs> all of them, or do we want to splinter it off? Well, it, it, it would be like forbidden knowledge, like racist arcana. Like you actually have like you yeah. have like for, you, you understand these things. You you see the tropes others don't get. So I can. Yeah, like yeah, you 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 and you're at the, you're at ye old tavern, and like uh, someone that makes a reference to you, and because you have like that high level of racism, Arcana, you're able to detect their racism, and you're able to tell the rest of the party he's like he's on your side and he's a good egg. So I can everyone else is like I don't know if I can trust him. You're like, dude, you, we can trust him. This is why he said those words to us, and everyone else is like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Well, there we go. Nobody tell the Gygax family. We don't want. We don't want anybody to sneak this one away from us. We've we're, we've really we've really hit oil here. It's it's going to be yes, huge. yes. <laughs> so uh, confidently befuddled asks. I'm seeing the religious Q influencers saying that Roe v. Wade being struck down at ten ten a.m. is a reference to Q using ten ten in a post, which is a reference to Bible verse John ten ten, which is a reference to abortion. So my question is: Is it just references all the way down? And the answer is yes. It's absolutely yeah. that. They they never stop looking for references. And if they can't find a reference one way, they'll find it another. Everything is about connecting some bullshit to some other bullshit. Like um like uh Dapper Gander did a really good thing about how uh you can decode anything to mean anything if you just look hard enough. Like yeah, cuz if uh if if 
if if there was a cue, if there was something, if something happened at like seven thirty at uh, night, you can look at you can look at cue drop seven thirty, and if that doesn't work, then you can check uh, July thirtieth, and if that doesn't work, then you can go military try time and try cue drop nineteen thirty. You like if you just keep fucking with the numbers, eventually you're going to hit something that creates a quote unquote connection that makes it that you're like oh shit I did it cue proof boom vindicated. Well, I hate to Mike break it did. to you, Mike, but this time you're wrong. It was a reference, but the 1010 in question was a reference to 1010-220. Q was trying to save you some money on your collect calls. Boom. And that's going to be probably your most obscure reference of the pod. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, I'm done celebrating. <laughs> we're gonna have to literally just turn you doing the that as our as our outro theme <laughs> 10 10 to 20 wow yeah. i'm yeah. not gonna lie it jumped to mind immediately i had to google it to make sure that it wasn't a thing that i was making up in my brain <laughs> yeah and i was vindicated immediately yeah so, uh, lloyd did one of those commercials oh Mark. god and if we're gonna have to believe it we have to save money on click uh so john 1010 is actually quote the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy i have come that they may have life and have it to the full and if that's a reference to abortion then jesus christ are you reaching so (laughs) the thief the 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 fetus thief you see i mean they don't spell it out because why would they but the subtext is there Find, find a fetus kill a fetus yeah, yeah. The, the, that's what thieves are known for doing: M- murder. Yes, I love that. I love it that just like the thief is only here to steal and murder. It's just like, then why don't you call them a murderer? Yeah, or the criminal. Or I mean, it's it seems like you pe- you had them pegged as just someone who stole a property, and then turned them into a murder murderer, which is a little excessive for that. Oh that, man, the, somebody that- broke in here and slaughtered my whole family. And hey, would you believe that motherfucker also stole all my stuff? What a piece of shit! What a thief! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. Go watch the BoJack Horseman episode about abortion or something. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Nark uh, asks, uh, "Have any of you guys ever been so ferociously attacked in public like Rudy? And if so, how many nights did you spend in the ICU recovering?" I yeah, I was in the army. Yes, like. <sighs> <laughs> that that level attack was uh, an everyday thing. Everyday yeah. occurrence. I used to scrap when I was a young teen. Yeah. I've been, been in many a scrap. Well, I should say up until my early teens. Uh, because when I was a younger lad, I would also scrap. I would scrap. So yes, I've been, I've been, I've been attacked in a manners from light tapping all the way up to full on like actual hitting. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the funniest thing that ever happened to me and like a sort of like it, it, the funniest physical assault I ever suffered was I was, I was sitting at a poker table, just stretching and I had a dealer like run up behind me and just start, I don't know why he was doing it, but he just started like grabbing my elbows and like lifting them. So they were like above my head. And he really had no idea that like, I have the world's loosest, most easy to dislocate shoulders imaginable. And uh, yeah, like uh, when I started screaming like a baby, he uh, realized that he had made a mistake. 
So that was really, and he was like, oh shit, I had no idea. And I'm like, yeah, that's why you don't touch people. Because he just told said not bowels. That would have been yeah. Little did he know that I had the loosest, most easy to dislodge bowels. mechanism. Yeah, well, he's yes. like a squid. Uh, oh, actually, I forgot. Uh, one time a punk rock little person assaulted me with a dildo in public. Like right in the mouth. That was uh, oh gee, yeah. Of all the foreign objects to have shoved in your mouth in public, a dildo is most dubious. You hope that you 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 really hope that it's fresh out of the package. You want to you want a freshly unboxed no, dildo. No yeah, you d- really really did not want that one to be coming at you secondhand. That would be unfortunate. So I just prefer yes. to imagine the dildo that assaulted me as being clean and fresh and new. <laughs> Well, here's the hoping uh, on that front. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri messing with your messing, comma, your, comma, uh, CSV says, is the Kraken getting released soon on good behavior? And if so, will he be reintegrated into society as a productive member or once again be tempted into the grifting lifestyle that got him in the legal hot water the first time around? Uh, I would like to hope that the the Kraken can be uh, redeemed. I think the Kraken has a good soul. It's a giant, like mythological sea monster uh oh the actual kraken i i thought we were talking about somebody whose last name was kraken and i was very confused i was like yeah i I thought this was like a a person in q lore that i didn't know about there for a second no no if if we're talking about the actual the actual mythological kraken that that old boy is going to be just fine this q shit will blow over it he'll he'll go back to being associated with that weird new hockey team was the seattle and yep the uh, seattle kraken Wow, how do I know that? I don't fucking care about sports. Uh, he'll he'll go back to being associated with the Seattle hockey team and piracy, and I'll, 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 he'll put all this Q shit behind him, but it'll just be like a fun like phase he went through. He'll tell he'll tell his grandkids all about it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the just around the 2020, I decided to you know hitch my wagon to this Q and I shit for a little while. It was wild. It was a wild ride. Like tried to do an insurrection in America. It was great. <laughs> Smoking, smoking a giant underwater cigarette. As underwater one does. Cigarette. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Just Liz asks, uh, Kate Awakening says there are no dumb questions, only dumb attitudes. What's your favorite dumb attitude? I I don't know. I guess a denial of reality uh, is, uh, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the one I encounter the most. Just like... Uh, uh, no, my favorite one is the ability to look at a random string of numbers and not see it as a random string of numbers and just be like, that that means something. Uh, that one never ceases to just make me go, what? Like, how did you get there? My favorite oh, yeah. stupid attitude is the righteous anger slash pride i feel simultaneously when somebody tells me that they like a thing that i think sucks and i'm just like yo the shit that you like is bad and your taste is bad and you should modify your taste to be more like mine which is great (laughs) because i know that that is like a bad way to do things but it still really makes me feel good i i it's not my favorite trait about myself but it is a true one i'm opening up to you dear listener when when I get to correct somebody about their crappy opinion, I really love it. That is my favorite stupid attitude. 
Uh, I think my favorite dumb attitude is uh, the internet troll who refuses to actually state what they believe in, but will definitely let you know that your opinion on the subject matter is wrong and bad. So then when you when you try to get basically it's a debate tactic where they refuse to have to stand for anything. And I love it because when you engage with it, you can just tell what they're doing and they're just so proud of it. They're so proud of the shit they're pulling. And it's just like, OK, fine. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you your victory. I'm going to block you. Then you're going to take a screen grab of my block and you're going to be like, oh, I just totally own poker. Oh, he couldn't handle my sick rhetoric. Oh, debate win number 1000 for like Cuck Slayer 2069. <laughs> it's just like and it's like, yep, you, you got me, bro. You got me, buddy. I've. I've I've kind of learned like the people that you can talk into blocking you, and then I've learned that the people that you 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 need to block. So I've I've actually learned like which arguments are like fun for me and engaging, and the arguments for me they're like nope, this guy's just doing this because he knows how to argue in a way where he'll never actually have to be uh, pinned down on anything, and and that kind of conversation is fucking useless. So nope, enjoy your enjoy your win. Here is your win token in the form of me blocking you. Conbobulations, Elizabeth. So yes, that is an easy way to debate people online, though. To just, you can just argue them in circles by never actually saying anything. It's great. If you ever yes. want to intentionally annoy somebody, like these people who annoy Mike Rains, you can also use that tactic. It's great. Yeah, just argue, argue from a position of just really having no position, except whatever the opposite of whatever they say. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the final question is from Tutter, who uh, this is our our first uh, legendary uh, L quote tweeting the mailbag question and actually getting an, a reply direct to Q's quote L's uh, quote tweet is uh, what is your favorite kind of cake is the question we need answered in this trying time. Uh, so my honest answer is no cake because all cakes are bad. If you're talking about traditional cakes, because tradi- like for me to be a traditional cake, you need to have frosting involved. It's one of cakes two components. There's the, the actual cake part and then the frosting that is the part ostensibly you want to think is delicious. I think frosting blows like buttercream frosting is like the best of the bunch, but I'd still rather just not have it in my mouth. I don't want it. I think frosting is gross. Uh, so my favorite cake and I don't think this is a cop-out because it is a very hot take, is a pie. I think that pie is way better than cake. And I think that essentially any pie is better than the best possible cake. However, I will say I'm not sure how much it actually counts as traditional cake, but I went to a wedding one time where they had Tres Leches cupcakes that were among the best things I've ever eaten. So is a cupcake a cake? In which case, I will take those tres leches cupcakes, please. But if cupcake cupcake is its own like category, then my favorite cake is pie. <laughs> and this is why this is the question we needed in this trying because <laughs> that was an incredibly insightful answer. That's that's my that's my a hot cake take. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I see. I don't. Not only do I think pie tastes better i uh, generally i think it has better mouthfeel because there's both like a lower crust which can be baked to several different textures and a top crust which generally has the same sort of texture but is always great in the mouth feels really good satisfying to chew to some great mouthfeel 
But also, cake is way less versatile than pie because pie, you can have sweet or savory. Not super interested in a meat cake, like a savory meat cake, but very interested in savory meat pie. Now we're talking. Mm. That sounds delightful. Uh, Like like an empanada? Uh, Yeah, like your empanadas or your just like chicken pot pie. That's just a very giant protein savory pie. It's very good. Chicken pot cake. I don't know about all that. Sounds kind of whack. Are are pancakes cake? I mean, that's not for like, I guess. There is a pancake cake. The Japanese have uh, pioneered it. See, I don't think I'm qualified to answer that because as a hater of cake, I feel like those sort of questions should be answered by lovers of cake. Like like the pizza debate about whether or not a Chicago deep dish pizza is a pizza. I feel like only like true pizza lovers should be having that debate. Um, if you're like if you're just sort of like yeah, I, I give or take pizza. This is the fuck out of it. It's not it's not your it's not your fight. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't your fight. Stay in your lane. So I guess continue to tweet at me if you'd like. Uh, uh, you will we'll go over all of our socials at the end of the show. But continue to tweet at me. What what counts as a cake? Because if we're talking about like is cheesecake a cake? Because that opens up a whole Dubald game. You know what I mean? Like, because cheesecake is like a wildly different experience uh, that is, in some ways, much more similar to pie. So uh, we're sort of we're sort of getting into the weeds there. But I'm happy to do it. Engage with me on Twitter and continue to maybe ask cake and or pie and or other food related questions in the mailbag. I if there's one thing I know about, it's food. I love food. I'm a big I'm a big fat idiot because I love food so much. <laughs> So, Sarge, you got a hot cake take? Uh, I like cake in general. Um, in almond frangipan is a, is a good cake. Um, I have to be careful with cake. There's a lot of dairy in it, so I don't get as much as I used to. I just like cake in general. Uh, I do agree uh, because I like the texture of cake, but too much frosting can definitely ruin uh, a good cake real quick just like so uh on frosting i think less is more but i do, i like frosting and cake so uh just vanilla cake i'm not a huge fan of chocolate cake so there we go yeah uh i would say that my favorite cake is again we're gonna have to go to the judges for a ruling is pound cake because i love pound cake but if i have to do a traditional cake then vanilla Vanilla with vanilla frosting. I'm the most boring milk toast person on earth. That's that would be my go to cake. Um, that's where I that's where I would stand on this on the great cake issue. The also, cake I, I hate to belabor the point uh, because we were just about to get out of it. But is coffee cake a cake? Because of the of the fake cakes, I feel like that would sort of got like the most of the original promise of what cake is supposed to be, but without the frosting. Instead, it's got like a crumble of other delicious stuff on it. Uh, so like if, I mean, if, if coffee cake is cake, then also now, now we're sort of talking. Uh, I think it is cause it has that it, it, cake is really in how you prepare it. Right. I mean, you can call anything a cake, but like we're going for that. Like I, I think of like a sponge cake as a, uh, or, uh, uh, as the classic definition of a cake. So I also like a strawberry shortcake. But that's like a whole different thing. It's got a different sponge. It's like, you know. Anyway, it depends on it depends on how, how much of a sticker you want to be for cake. And that's and that's the final word on that. Yes. <laughs> and and that's the bottom line, because Nancy Pelosi said so. That's exactly how we're going there. 
So uh, brought to our, uh, so our final question, the question of numerous as always is, what are you guys looking forward to? Um, I am so like, I didn't bring it up earlier, but my partner this last week got COVID. So I am just looking forward to being able to see her again. Somehow my, uh, so far, knock on wood, my, my one punch man like immune system has protected me from the uh, COVID. She got it. I was with her for a full day afterwards, and somehow I have managed to not get it. Uh, but I have not been able to really see her for the past three days. So I'm looking forward to being able to see my partner again. Uh, along similar lines, I too am interested in finally being able to spend some time with Serge's partner. It's been a few days. <laughs> No, sorry. That's... Go fuck off. <laughs> you know what you know they say? The juiciest fruit hangs the lowest. Uh, I, too, choose this man's dead wife. <laughs> yeah, you you can go hang out with Ricky Gervais. Hey, uh, you know what? We're, we're both exactly the same person. In fact, uh, Scooby-Doo style, I'm about to pull off my master. It's, it's been me, Ricky Gervais, the whole time. <laughs> Oh my God. I identify as an attack helicopter. Boom! Nailed it! Yeah, Christians, trans, I hate them no, all. What, what I was actually going to say is that I too am excited to hang out with my partner this weekend uh, because I have not seen her in about a week uh, due to her having to deal with some uh, medical issues of her own. Uh, but in addition to that, I am also excited uh, for Thor, colon, Love and Thunder, which is coming out next week. And I also happen to have oh, yeah. next off from my place of employ. So I will be rounding up some of my goon friends to go see Thor, colon, Love and Thunder in theaters. It'll be great. How about you, Mr. Mike Rains? What are you excited for this week? Uh, just uh, relaxing. Uh, oh, it, relaxing. And uh, because I'm going to have like really nothing to do because I can't run around as, I, as is my want due to my foot. And uh not going to have a lot of driving to do because of my car. Uh, I am going to be uh, sucked back into Netrunner with you and one of our other friends who've been telling me to get back into that game that I love so much. How dare, so, you, um, how dare you reveal my secret shame? I have I have four tabs <laughs> open on my browser right now. One of them is the one for our recording site, and the other four are Netrunner database tabs. <laughs> Uh, I, I have I have one open for Netrunner database information because I'm going through the deck lists. I'm going through the cards that are legal in the format you guys are talking about. I'm very upset that uh, Chaos Theory and Magnum Opus are not available to me. My, uh, yeah, I knew you would be able to cry about it. Uh, shut up. <laughs> shut up and cry yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I love that game. Uh, when I win uh, Powerball or Mega Millions or Elon Musk decides to make us all multimillionaires so that we can be his propaganda arm. I will uh, buy the rights to that game from Wizards of the Coast and uh, make it good and uh, awesome and fun for everybody. But until then, I'll play the homebrew uh, Neske version that we're doing right now. So that looks like uh, it'll be a good time. And I'm also uh, going back into Slay the Spire because I uh, only killed the heart with the first two characters. So I've got to try to kill the heart with the uh, the Watcher and the Defect. So I'm I'm getting on that train as well. Good stuff. Nice. Sounds like some, some, some good getting away from it all, uh, which we will continue to do by jumping upon our mighty steeds as the sun majestically starts to sink below the horizon. 
painting hell world a beautiful tableau of orange and purple while we majestically ride away from it like true cowboys uh so thank you everybody for listening to another successful episode of the adventures of hell world podcast man what a success what a bunch of what a bunch of great podcasters we are what a what a great crew we have cooking and we thank you dear listener for your wonderful support you continue to support us for free the cost of actually zero dollars by uh you know Spread the word. Tell a friend if you think they might be interested in such stuff with the news cycle, uh, like focusing more on QAnon-related garbage. Or you can give us a five-star review. If you're a fan of the show, go ahead and tell the algorithm that you like what we're doing by jamming that five-star button. If you have some money and you'd like to support the show, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. We have a bunch of bonus content there for anyone who's subscribed to the $5 and above tier, uh, including several series where we go over QAnon-related media such as the series Cabalin, where we discuss Fall of the Cabal, What We Do Out of Shadows, where we discuss the uh, wonderful piece Out of Shadows, and the ongoing series Mule's Errand, where we talk about 2,000 Mules, the Dinesh D'Souza quote masterpiece, unquote. So you can get access to all that stuff for $5 or more donation at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics and become one of our beautiful babies. Now, we get it. You might have some money and you don't want to give it to us, just a few jerks on the internet. But if you have some extra coin and you'd like to do something good with it, you can spend said coin by going to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or you can donate to a charity of your choice, preferably something to help Ukraine fend off Russian aggression or to help a good liberal candidate win in one of the states where it is important that they do so. So, you know, just it's your money. If you want to do good with it, you can. Uh, and we encourage you to do so. Big shout out to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our opening theme song. DJ Minimal Effort still no social media, so nothing I can do besides giving them a shout out into the void every week. Our buddy Frosty, who got a lot of work in for us this week. So thank you very much for Frosty. can be found on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find our show on Twitter at Hellworld. That's with a Q instead of an O. So H-E-L-L-W-Q-R-L-D. You can find me at Hellworld L, spelled the same way. Hellworld, that is. The L is just spelled regular with the single letter. You can find Sarge at Sarge in Hell, spelled not funny in any way, just actually Sarge in Hell. And, of course, Mike Reigns on Twitter at PokerPolitics. And that is going to do it for us for this week. Thank you once again for listening I have been one of your hosts, the mysterious L, joined by Hellworld Sarge and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.